all right so no guests no conversation just me so let's jump right into the intro music Welcome to When the Hunt Calls, the only hunting podcast hosted by a middle-aged black guy from New York City. I'm your host, Cliff Cadet. What's going on, everybody? All right. So as I mentioned uh, just before the intro music, it's just me. All right. Um, No guests, no conversation to listen in on. Um, I figured I'd just take the opportunity to just catch up with y'all, let y'all know what I'm up to, what's going on. Um... You know what I'm saying? If, if y'all are interested, continue listening. If not, I totally get it, you know? So, here's the deal. Now, ever since I got into hunting, what's been one of the dopest outcomes has been the relationships I've established with with various people um, in and around the hunting community and industry. Um, a step above that have been the organiza- the organizations I've had the opportunity to kind of look into and even become a member of. Um, for example, uh, BHA, Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. Um, I, through the New York chapter, I became a member last year. And I've, I've, ha- I've had the opportunity to meet a lot of really cool people. Um, I spoke at a BHA pint night last year, last fall. Um, had the opportunity to meet other hunters here from my city, from New York City. Um, and it was pretty dope. Um, I learned that I'm not the only person who, I guess, struggles with the issues that I've had in terms of, you know, when I first started out, you know, finding hunter safety courses. I'm not the only person who struggles with, you know, juggling work and a family and wanting to enjoy hunting. I'm not the only person coming from this city and trying to understand navigating you know getting from the city out to public land so it was cool uh pretty much bonding um with these guys now what's pretty what's even better yeah can it get better still yes it can um i've been blessed with the opportunity to partner with my chapter of bha um and we're putting together some some hunting workshops, which for me, having my first hunt being in 2019 is now 2022. Um, in the three years that going on three years that I've been hunting, I haven't encountered any events like this, like we're putting together right now. Um, we are planning. We are in the planning stages of holding two um training workshops first one in june the next in july first one being an introduction to scouting um i had the opportunity to to link up with a brother um who was actually a guest on this podcast episodes episodes ago and that's matt corcoran i hope i i said his last name right um he and i met up over the weekend and um scouted some land in the city now 
if you guys know anything about New York City, you know that hunting is not permitted within the five boroughs of New York. Um, but what we wanted to do is establish, um, basically give a place for newer hunters in the city to come to and, um, and kind of someplace that's closer to home. And even though it's not a place that's huntable, the place is, is like one has a lot of deer, has a lot of deer sign. So it's perfect for, for the task of being able to teach people um, and introduce them to basic, you know, scouting skills. So it's dope because the location we've chosen is is right here in the Bronx. Um, it's accessible by public transportation. There's parking there and whatnot. So I really look forward to it. I look forward to the, the second installment of the workshop, which is a tracking workshop. Um, it's just dope to... It's just dope to finally, you know, get something together that you know a lot of new hunters in the city could benefit from um it's it's stuff like this that i has been my goal to begin with it's funny because over the last couple of years i've been accused of wanting to simply become an influencer and or kind of or become a person to simply what's the word take advantage of um, any benefits that may come from partnering with, you know, hunting companies or hunting organizations, but that's not the case. Um, at within the last year, year and a half, I've wanted to. I've been. I even put the plan to paper. I was planning, and I put the plan to paper. I wanted to start my own nonprofit organization that would be geared towards getting people in urban communities into the outdoors. But between family life and work, um, I'm not going to lie to you, the time commitment to get a nonprofit off the ground that's required to get a nonprofit off the ground between funding and marketing, like all of that, it's a lot. And it's something that I knew I do people a disservice by trying to commit something like that, by trying to commit some to something like that, I should say. But um, what I found is. I feel like if I can form some strategic partnerships with existing hunting and conservation organizations, I can do, you know, just as well as if I had my own organization. And so that's what I'm doing. And being a member of BHA, specifically this New York chapter, has been a huge, huge, uh, what's the word? Um, it's just really enjoyable. Like I said, meeting with like-minded people, meeting with some dope people who enjoy the outdoors like I do, meet, you know, getting to meet people that are from this city and want to engage other New York New Yorkers like I do in the outdoors is is nothing short of extraordinary. So that's one thing I'm in the process of doing. Um, also, keeping it still keeping it local. Um, well, all these organizations I'm about to talk about um, are local. Um, by the time this podcast, by the time you hear this podcast, I will officially be a member of New York Bow Hunters. New York Bow Hunters is an organization, is a bow hunting specific organization that's done a lot for the bow hunting community in New York, from from out east in Long Island to you know. Uh, 
New York City to up, you know, right outside the city out in Westchester, um, all the way upstate. And I'm proud to say that I am now a member of this organization. Um, great bunch, great bunch of people. Um, you recently you heard Randy Kirk. Um, he's been on here twice. Um, last year, I want to say, if not the year before, he was on the podcast with his brother-in-law, who he introduced to bow hunting. And then I had him on here like last week or the week before, where he, you know, he put out some information regarding New York bow hunters. And if you are a New Yorker, and I'm not just talking about New York City, but anywhere within the state of New York, take a look at New York bow hunters, go to their website, um, see what they're about, see what they've done for the bow hunting community in New York State, and and ask some questions. Hit up. Hit up, hit up uh, Randy Kirk. I, I, you know, I've shared his information all the time on Instagram. Um, go to their website, send them, you know, email them some questions, you know, saying whatever it is you want to know. But for the most part, all of it's on the website from the various programs that they have um, to the fundraising initiatives, all of that. Great, great bow hunting organization that I'm proud to now say that I am a member of. All right. And, um, Another organization I am also a member of is the NWTF, the National Wild Turkey Foundation. Um, Federation, sorry. Is it, what, if I'm going to be a part of an organization, I also I should get the name right, right? Um, but it's, it's the NWTF. And last year, if you guys remember, I was blessed with the opportunity to share my story of getting into turkey hunting um, in an article that was featured in uh, the NWTF's magazine, Turkey Call. Um when the writer Steve Uline um, was speaking to me, when he and I spoke, um, he kind of planted the seed in my head because um, prior to the article, I had done some research and I had noticed that there were no NWTF chapters in New York City, not one. And he kind of planted the seed in my head and it had been, it's grown, let me put it that way. Because, like I said, I had the idea of starting my own nonprofit organization, but knowing the the time commitment of getting something like that off the ground, I knew it was something I couldn't commit to. It was something I really a project I really couldn't start. But I'm proud to say with um with a dope team with me, I'm not gonna say behind me, with a a, a really cool bunch of guys and committed bunch of guys. Um, it looks like we are going to get a New York City chapter of the NWTF going. Um, and I'm really looking forward to what that's going to look like, what that's going to do for my city and, you know, the surrounding counties, what, what a partnership like that will do for my city and what, you know, a chapter here in the city can do for the NWTF. So be on the lookout for that. Um, so those are those are a couple of things that I've gotten into lately. Um, now, you see, I mentioned three organizations, right? Um, I'm a member of the New York chapter of Backcountry Hunters and Anglers. I'm now a member of New York Bow Hunters. I'm a member of the NWTF. Um, if there's something hunting and conservation related, if there's an organization that... Um, appeals to you, I highly recommend reaching out to the, the organization, reaching out to a local chapter and learning more about what they do. 
I mean, if you're into duck hunting, you've got Ducks Unlimited. Um, if you're into elk hunting, you've got the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. Um, what else is there? Um, oh, uh, white-tailed deer. You know what I'm saying? This country is in huge abundance of whitetail and whitetail hunters, you know? So you have the National Deer Association. So whatever you're into, whatever you're into hunting, whatever you're into in regards to conservation, I guarantee you there is an organization out there that I'm pretty sure you would love to be a member of in terms of, you know, what you as a hunter or conservationist can do for that organization and what that organization can do for you and your particular, uh, you know, locale, your city, your state. You know what I'm saying? All right. Spring turkey season in New York State kicks off in less than a month. That's May 1st. Um, I know a lot of a lot of other states um, have April dates where they can get out and, you know, chase those gobblers. But New York State, May 1st, May 31st. And I am to say I'm excited is an understatement. Um, over the last couple of years, I've grown very fond of turkey hunting. Um, I'm hoping to have a, a new piece um, published in Outdoor Life, uh, basically making the argument that turkey hunting is probably the best hunt to introduce a new hunter to, especially an adult onset hunter. Um, it's just a lot of fun. Not to take away anything from deer hunting, but turkey hunting is a whole other endeavor and it's really engaging. It's really fun. Whether you're hunting with a firearm or, or a bow, it's just, it's just so fun. You know what I'm saying? And I'm really looking forward to it. My turkey hunting plans this May will consist of uh, opening day. May 1st is a Sunday. And um, that day I am, I have been invited by Mr. Brian Bird to, um, go figure, his last name's Bird. Um, <laughs> uh, I've been invited by Brian to head up north and hunt turkey with him on opening day. So um, he's been getting me pretty psyched. Um about it because he sent me some pictures of some some turkey on the property we're going to be hunting so i'm like i said i it's going to be a dope dope time yes just the one day but still i i'm going to make the most of it and have as much fun as possible um and learn as much from brian as possible now the following weekend um the seventh and the eighth the seventh, that Saturday, is actually my wedding anniversary, and then that Sunday, for all you fellas, just a little reminder that is Mother's Day. So unless your wife um, and mother and of your children is an avid turkey hunter, I suggest you guys make plans to stay home. Nah, just kidding. Unless she's really cool about it, yeah, then you know, do you? But um, that weekend, I won't be doing any turkey hunting because, like I said, it's um. The weekend of my wedding anniversary and Mother's Day. So the focus will be on the women in my life, you know, my wife. And then the next day, my wife and my mother-in-law. So, um, yeah, that's that. But um, I will be hunting at least every other Saturday after that. And one of the best things um, I could have done, and I think I did it like, you know, I just scheduled a vacation, not realizing May being uh, spring turkey season. So f- 
I will be on vacation the last week of May. So definitely um, I've got plenty of opportunities to put, you know, fill both of my tags. Um, if you guys don't know, in New York State, um, the bag limit for spring turkey is two, two birds, but only one per day. So my goal is to punch both my tags um, and then hopefully be able to take somebody new uh, turkey hunting. Um, I got a buddy, Joe, who I don't believe has been turkey hunting and he's expressed interest like he's he's an avid, you know, he's been out. He's an avid hunter. Let me put it that way. He's been, he was out bear hunting all last year, deer hunting as well, but he's never been turkey hunting. So he and I have plans to get together and hunt turkey together. So that should be pretty cool. Um, another dope thing was um, scheduling my turkey hunting um, especially with my wife, it's funny because uh, I was at work one day and I get a call from my wife and she was like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm sitting on the bed. I've got, you know, our our calendar like we have this uh, sort of desktop calendar that we use for various things, marking, you know, birthdays, holidays, my days off, vacations like that. And she was like, I know May. She was like, when is the turkey season coming up? I was like, oh, it's May 1st and May 31st. She was like, all right. So what days do you want to hunt? Um, I thought that was really cool. You know, like she took the initiative and reached out to me and found out what days I wanted to hunt and was totally okay with all the days that I do want to hunt, you know, in May. Um, and that's pretty cool. Um, especially that's one of the best things about spring turkey season also in terms of, in terms of, um, newer hunters out there. Like if you feel like hunting or being out in the woods all day, tends to put a little, a little bit of stress on your relationship um you know if you feel like your spouse your significant other is getting annoyed that you're out in the woods all day then um here's a here's a good thing about spring turkey season it's not an all-day thing you know um literally the hours during spring turkey season that you can legally hunt turkey um goes only all the way till noon so you can hunt early morning till noon and then you've got the rest of the day to hang out you know what I'm saying? With your family, with your spouse, with your significant other. So you kind of get um, the best of both worlds, you know? Now, fall deer season, totally different thing, you know? But definitely, like I said, it was just really cool. My wife, you know, took it upon herself, reach out to me and find out what days I wanted to hunt. And you should see the calendars filled with, uh, with all these dates in May that I'm going to be out there hunting. So I'm looking forward to that. Now... I guess I guess I could share with you guys what what gear um, I'm using um, for my turkey hunting. Um, for the most part, I'm not promoting. I'm like I'm not on anybody's pro staff or anything like that. But there's certain gear I like to use because one, I like the gear. Um, two, I like the company, um, and a lot of times I like the people behind the company. So let's start with um, my weapon of choice. I bow hunt. I strictly bow hunt. Um, I got no issues with firearms whatsoever. Um, sometimes it's funny. Last episode, I I, told, I shared with um, Alex, who was my guest, you know, that I had trust issues with other people um, using firearms. But also for me, um, bow hunting, I don't know. It's I I believe it's a little bit more of a challenge. Um, yeah, it's a compound bow, so it makes things a little bit easier for me as a bow hunter. Um, but I really like shooting my bow. I really like slinging arrows. So bow hunting is for me. Um, 
and so i'm shooting a bow i shoot an elite ritual 33 it's funny because i went on the elite archery website the other day they don't even sell them anymore um so uh, I, even if i wanted to push uh you know the the model bow that i'm using they don't even make it anymore so yeah so i shoot elite elite archery um the ritual 33 um the arrows i'm using i shoot easton axis arrows um the broadheads i'm trying out new broadheads i'm going with 150 grain ozcut broadheads as this company out in i believe they're out in australia um just trying them out they're fixed blade um one solid piece of metal you know what I'm saying? Um, I even purchased not only the broadheads, but I also purchased the sharpeners. So I got to get get down to it and start sharpening those broadheads as well. Um, in terms of camo, um, just like last spring turkey season, I'm, the camo pattern I'm sticking with is Mossy Oak Bottomland. Um, really dope camo pattern. I'm curious to know what you guys like as camo patterns. Do you still, whatever you use for your deer hunting season, do you use the same pattern for spring turkey? Do you switch it up? No, I'd really like to know. You know what? I'm probably going to put something out on social media this week asking you guys that question. Share with me um, whether or not you switch up uh, what camo patterns you use um, between hunting season, between deer season and turkey season. Um, let's see, what else? Um, so yeah, Mossy Oak Battle, Bottomland, original Bottomland, I believe it's called. Um, I've got these kind of waterproof pants, which, um, which is dope. Uh, they're what, I don't know if they're water resistant or waterproof, but either way, what's dope is, you know, when you're sitting on the grass in the early morning and there's all that dew on the grass and whatnot, you don't want your ass to be soaking wet. You know what I'm saying? So that's what's dope about the pants. No water soaks through. Um, I've got uh, and those pants are from Nomad Outdoors. I'll give them a plug as well. Um, but again, I'm not selling, I'm not pushing product, just letting you know what I'm using. Um, use what's ever best for you, what's comfortable for you, what works for you. Um, I've got um, same thing, same camo top, like um, uh, what is that called? A quarter zip fleece from them, long sleeve shirt. Um, and that's basically it. It's fairly big that if I wanted to, I could layer up under that fleece and stay warm. Um, oh, dope new purchase. Two new purchases, as a matter of fact. First one being I bought a turkey vest, y'all. Um, this one's straight from Mossy Oak. Um, not Nomad Outdoors, but straight from Mossy Oak's uh, website, I believe. Um, turkey vest. And... You ever see like people that get excited um, about having pockets? Well, yeah, I'm excited because this vest has a lot of pockets. Um, so I can carry uh, my box call, all of my pot calls, you know, the slate and glass ones. Um, I even have pockets for my diaphragm calls. And yo, this thing has a game bag in the back. So I can literally carry my decoys or the turkey that I've killed in that bag on my back um, which is pretty dope and there's a seat there is a seat on it a padded seat so it's buckled to the vest that and it's easy to unbuckle and literally throw under my butt and take a seat on the ground because when i tell you last year my butt hurt sitting on rocks sitting on hard ground so so this is dope I, it's, this is a huge huge win for me with this and i'm really looking forward to using it um 
and boots you know my regular a solo hiking boots they're these gore-tex boots that i use um and they're waterproof you know what i'm saying they go high cover my ankles support my ankles so i can you know hit the terrain hard and um you know fun fact back in the day a solo was huge when it came to hip-hop fashion and it's funny that for me it's come full circle and now that and now it's something that i use you know to enjoy the outdoors so um yeah that's that's about it in regards to gear for me um hope you guys you know at the end of the day uh you know i'm, I'm around this out now because you guys have heard enough of me talking but at the end of the day i figure there's two takeaways right so you you heard me in that first part touch on touch on hunting and conservation organizations um hey if you're really into hunting, you're really in, uh, into out, into the outdoors, align yourself with hunting organizations that you can relate to. You know what I'm saying? See what you can offer them. You know what I'm saying? Because they can always use some help. And then also ask, you know, what they're doing for for the hunting community in your area, you know? Um, and I'm really looking forward to, like I said, I'm, I'm doing my best to leverage these partnerships these memberships that i have with these organizations into something that will be great for the hunting community in my city secondly um so i guess it's three things so secondly um plans for hunting season hope you got you know you can get out there as much as possible um listen i totally understand um and i i struggle to make the hunting community understand um not every hunter is the same you know, not everyone can commit the amount of time that other hunters do. You know, you guys got to understand that um, hunters that aren't able to put that much time in the woods, we get it. You know, I get it. The more time you can have out in the woods leads to, you know, gr increases the chances of your success. You know, we all get that. But unfortunately, we have commitments to our family. We have commitments to work. Um, that sometimes keep us from getting out into the woods. We make those choices and we understand the choices and we deal with what comes next, right? So um, you guys get out when you can only because it's just such great therapy, such a great release to even if if nothing else to simply be out in, in the woods and just enjoying the outdoors. Um, and then third and last thing, gear you heard me mention all the gear that um i'm gonna be using um you know this is the time if um your season doesn't start till may like mine it's about a month out this is the time get your gear out go through it make sure you've got what you need make sure everything's in working order um make sure you know how to call because <laughs> that's something i've been practicing too so expect to see some videos of that um on my instagram page and if nothing else, man, yes, just have fun. Just totally have fun. All right? So thank you all for joining me, listening to what I'm doing, what I'm working on, and just catching up with me. Um, hope you guys, you know, stayed all the way to the end, listen to what I have going on. Um, look out for those of you who live in the New York City area. Look out for this event, those events I was telling you about, tell, telling you about with BHA. Um, you won't regret it. I really hope you guys enjoy it, learn from it, benefit from it. All right. So until next episode, you guys 
Stay blessed and remember to respect the journey even when it's not your own.